Hello. Hey, mate, how you going? Oh, Levi. Doing good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. I just bought a new phone. Really? What what uh, what model is it? Uh, well, that's the thing, right? I bought this phone thing to be small, but it's pretty large for a microphone. <laughs> Welcome again to the Youth Australia podcast. So excited to have you guys with us today. Hopefully today we've got an exciting change for you and that is actually uh, decent audio. Let's go. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) We have a microphone with us today. Uh, We're still trying to work out what the best solution is for the way that we do this podcast, but hopefully there is an audio improvement that you guys can hear. Yes. Especially over our last few episodes, we apologize for, uh, mm. for that. So, before we jump into today, we're going to be doing a question and answer today. It's going to be fantastic. Got some amazing questions. Thank you to everyone who mm. sent a question in. We really enjoyed reading them and, and thinking about them. Well, some questions were amazing. Uh, some were <laughs> questionable. <laughs> Very questionable. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Some that weren't even questions, they were just statements. <laughs> Cucumbers. Don't know Cucumbers. what that was, yeah. No, 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 I think they need a... I'll just read it out loud. It's a really long one, as you can tell. <laughs> oh, no. This is uh, one of the questions I got today. Ah, uh, yes. Cucumber. <laughs> and that's it. That's all it says. That's well, thanks for joining question. us on this episode. <laughs> there we go. You've heard your answer. Cucumber. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Um... No, we've got some really deep questions today, so we're excited to dive into them. Um, before we start, I actually have an announcement today. Uh, I've yet to ask anyone else if they have an announcement, um, <laughs> but I'll jump in here quickly. Um, every night at 7 o'clock on the Youth Australia Discord server, there is daily Bible reading, which has been amazing. That's been going on for the past 10 days or so. And it's been amazing. We've had uh, a lot of people joining and really having fun diving into the Word of God. Uh, So we've gone through the Gospel of Matthew and now we're going through Mark. We're going through all four Gospels and we may do Acts as well. And then we'll see what people want to read from then on. But it's absolutely amazing. So if you're interested, log on. We'll have the link for our Discord uh, server in the description. Jump on in there and uh, join us on the Bible reading at 7 o'clock every night. Let, awesome. me be, let me be the first to say, Joel's the one reading it, and he's got such a great voice he to does. listen to. <laughs> he does. Like, listening to the Bible through his voice is something else. <laughs> it's special. Thank you. So, um, do you have any other question? Uh, sorry, announcements today? Yes, we do. We do. Ooh. So... Uh, there did, there was a Twitter post put out last week, the Friday. If you're not following um, us on Twitter. Yep. Hit us up. Us on Twitter. It'll be down in the jibbles or the description or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, it's just another term I've heard before. I've never heard that That's one a new one for me. Yeah. <laughs> We're learning. So yeah, guys, down the jibbles. Um, <laughs> I stay in now. Is it jibbles or jibbles? <laughs> <laughs> just sounded cool. It's your word. 
Chibbles. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, yeah, so there was a post put out saying that there's a few changes happening on the Discord. Um, we now actually have constant updates um, within three different channels for our YouTube, our Instagram, and our Twitter feeds. Mm. So please join our Discord server. Um, that's where you can stay up to date constantly with us. Um, we're always putting updates on there and just having a good time. Sure. And make sure when you first jump onto the Discord server to go to the channel Self Rolls. Mm. And in there, you can click some things uh, to tell us. <laughs> I, I don't know what they're called. Some I'm messages. Some, some messages. The, yeah, there's some messages that are interactive there. And um, you can you know say some things about yourself and um, also select which announcements you want to receive. Yep. Uh, so if you're not interested in something, uh, you don't have to receive those announcements all the time. Mm. And one other thing real quick as well, uh, shortly in the near future, we'll be uploading uh, just like a little tutorial or a little uh, help me guide of how to work your way around Discord. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a little bit confused and not sure how to use it, so stay tuned to our YouTube channel because that's where we'll be uploading it. Coming soon. So good. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive straight let's into it. the questions. So we received a question from Freya uh, a week or so ago asking us, what do you think the most influential story in the Bible is? So I've, I've got some thoughts on that, but I, I think I'll, I'll pass it out into the circle first. Well, mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, well, we should, as everyone thought earlier, the story of just Jesus' life yeah. has to be one of the most influential mm. ones to mm. literally anyone who reads the Bible. I, everything that he said, did, performed. He worked miracles. It was amazing. What he said in those few chapters, chapters, books, my bad, uh, was just spectacular. And I just, it has to be one of the most influential things by far. No matter what, every time you read it, you always take a little bit away from it at different points. So you go, oh yeah, took that away this week. You read it again, you go, didn't actually take that in last week. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. And you just kind of, every time you read it, it's a little bit different. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I'd say another one of the, like, most influential ones. I've said it before in a podcast. Um, but I think it's Danny and Goliath? David and Goliath. David and Goliath. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I knew it was one of the Ds there. <laughs> um, David and Goliath. I think just because of the size comparison, one pebble, one rock, mm. compared to one mighty giant... I think that's one really influential thing that we can take away is mm. that I said it before, no matter what size you are, no matter who you are, you can do mighty things. Mm. Oh, I think with David and Goliath, I think part of the reason why that's so influential is it's a absolutely classic Sunday school story. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone sort of knows that. And, um, and I think, you know, most people, whether they're Christian or not, have in some way engaged with at least that story. Yeah. Um, if not some of the gospel story sort of uh, stories as well. Mm, definitely. Mm. Just to confirm the question was influential stories? Influ uh, influ influential story or stories in the Bible. Um, yeah. There's, there's, there's quite a few to go from. It's very hard to narrow it down to one. Mm. Um, if I had to choose one though, just... The one, that, the one that I would choose would probably be Noah and the Ark. Um, mm. Because if you think about it and read into it, 
Noah was asked by God to build an ark and to get two of every animal onto said ark, and that there was going to be a great flood coming. And I don't know about you, but if I was Noah, I'd probably be doubting myself a lot and kind of questioning everything. But nonetheless, like he still built the ark and you know was saved by the flood. And yeah, I think that's still very influential to trust and have faith in God, even though it may not make sense mm. in the time, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, that's probably one of the most influential stories, I'd say. So, yeah, I think it's really interesting when thinking about, you know, what is the most influential story in the Bible? Because the Bible as a, as a whole is very interconnected. Mm-hmm. Everything's sort of, you know, at least from a Christian understanding of the Old Testament, everything is sort of leading up to and pointing towards Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then from Jesus onwards, uh, we see in the Bible how the early church develops and you know, sort of things are established for how the church is meant to be run and that still guides us and influences us today. But I think, I think the story of Jesus is incredibly, as Levi was saying, I think that's, that's the one to really sort of pinpoint out of the Bible. Uh, I should say the Christian Bible, because uh, the Old Testament is used uh, by the Jews, and yes. it's originally from them. Uh, so, from the Christian Bible, the story of Jesus, I'd say, is the most influential thing, uh, not only to many people's individual lives. There are so many people that are Christian. I can't remember the exact statistic at the moment. I, I used to know it, but I recall that it used to be almost a billion people around the world currently uh, in all walks of Christian faith, including Catholicism, which is incredible. Uh, so that's that's a, a seventh of the entire world's population that is impacted by this one story. And then beyond that, the effects of the Gospels on social and political thought throughout and and um philosophy throughout history is incredible or at least throughout the t- 2000 years since that happened is incredible you know christianity spread so quickly from the time of jesus death onwards to eventually very quickly uh within the span of I, i'm not going to say the exact dates because I'm, I'm not sure but um <laughs> became the religion of the world you know it became the the national religion of the roman empire and at the time that was pretty much most of the known world um and so the influence of that thought on the development and how the world progressed uh has been incredible um you know the the bible was incredibly influential to uh, the american founding fathers you know we're from Australia, so we often have a go at Americans. But you know, it is important to note the significance that America has had upon the world, and, and especially on politics. And you know, the fact that here in Australia we have, you know, the liberal democracy that we do, and around the world, so many other um, democracies are in place is because of that sort of template that was. That was built in that that experiment, and and you know it's it's very uh very in fashion to criticize and you know uh, the founding fathers of uh, of America, 
But uh, I think from the most part, they were very much operating from an understanding of biblical principles mm. when they said, you know, the the pursuit of the rights and liberties of, of every human being and and, uh, and all of that. So in terms of history as a whole and pretty much, honestly, the fabric of much of our lives has been influenced by even the, you know, the way that we think about morality and ethics mm, yeah. is incredibly influenced. I mean, it's, it's changing a bit uh, recently. There's definitely more of a mood, a move towards postmodern ethics and morality, but very much still a focus and a thought on the word is Judeo-Christian sort of morality and ethics. So that one point in history trickles down immensely, which is which is amazing. Build a foundation. Mm. That's growing upon it. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew twenty four, I think it is. Mm. Yeah. Good Bible verse. Good Bible <laughs> story. Recommend reading it. The parable of the man who built his house in the rock mm -hmm. and the man who built his house in the sand. Mm. All about good foundations. Yeah. And actually it's it's interesting to sort of you know, so I've been reading the gospels again, uh, with this daily Bible reading thing. Mm. And it's interesting going back and you know, with that understanding of how it's affected mm. society. And then going back and going, hang on, Jesus said a lot of other really interesting things that we don't, we haven't implemented. And that would probably be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and explain many of the, the problems and inconsistencies that we see in society these days. There's a lot, yeah. As Joel said, you know, you can link different things from the Old Testament to the New Testament, but then you can link the Bible to things that are happening today. Mm. There's a connection in several different parts there as well. And that's part of the reason why so Christians say that the Bible is an inspired book, mm. that it's the Word of God. He inspired human writers and used them to write the Bible. Mm. And part of the reason why we believe that is because of the way that it echoes through history. So our understanding of God is that he is God beyond time, beyond space. So we believe that it's only through his inspiration of a God that exists across time that something like this can have the impact and the, the um, can resonate across time the way that the Bible has. Well, it's one of the most read books, I'm pretty sure, still in the world. It's the most sold, yeah. uh, the most translated book. Yeah. I believe world. it's also one of the most stolen books. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. I could be wrong about that, but I remember hearing that once. This, That's interesting. Mm, the second is uh, Harry Potter, <laughs> which uh, will... All the uh, Christian homeschool community goes... <laughs> um, but yeah... But but uh, you know when I'm talking about it second, it's 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 pretty ridiculously it's, far behind. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Bible has a has a pretty insane lead. Um, Big impact. Bible's been around for a long time. Mm. <laughs> sure has.
And that's uh, that's another interesting thing about the Bible. Uh, this this sort of goes beyond the question, but I've always found it fascinating. In terms of a historical document, and mm. you know, many many people are very quick to question the validity of the Bible as a historical document. Yeah. But if you actually look at it, so for instance, the Gospel of John is generally considered to have been written around AD 65, roundabout, which places it roughly 30 to 40 years after the death of Jesus, which is pretty incredible. Let me uh, turn that off. Oh, should have the phone on silent. Uh, (laughs) So that's, that's pretty incredible, considering that historical documents that we have of other um, of other historical figures mm. are sometimes dated within a thousand years of their life. So to have such a short time period and also to have such a number, the amount of early manuscripts mm. that exist for especially the Gospels and... Um, is ridiculous. It's ridiculous the amount of early manuscripts that are around compared to um, to other historical writings that we, you know, take and we we build our understanding of history on. So it's you know that might be a, another podcast uh, on some time. But uh, the, the Bible history is very um, very reliable as a historical document. And has proven itself time and time again. Yeah, that's definitely a strong point. I remember hearing somewhere a little while ago that there are atheist historians uh, and yeah, historians and scientists that obviously don't necessarily agree with the Bible, but they still use the Bible as a historical mm. uh, source mm. because it is historically accurate. Um, so yeah, no, definitely good point what you were saying. Mm. I'd love to do an episode on it. That would be so cool. Yeah. A lot of research in that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Got all the bases. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to come back with uh, with actual dates on yeah. some of that, some of those Definitely. stuff. I might put them in the description. We're going to rock up with, like, these booklets that we've written. <laughs> anyway, Just a big so basically, think <laughs> right textbooks. here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be yeah. based in a library. Mm. I mean, what? <laughs> what? We, we haven't. Yeah. So, um, uh, is there anything else we want to say on that question? I don't think so. No, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> really good. Like, nice. I don't add to that really because I feel like I'm ruined by adding to it. Yeah. <laughs> Just have a think yourselves. Mm. Yeah. Um, like, even if you haven't read much of the Bible, that's fine. <laughs> um, Just think of the parts that you may have read. Mm. Um, and even if it means rereading a few of the parts, just think, oh, okay, that's that's like really influential, but then that's also a section that I can apply into my life. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say as well, sorry, uh, if you've gotten if you've gotten any more questions about what we've been talking about today, feel free to contact us mm-hmm. through any of the platforms or links that will be in the description below, because mm-hmm. um, we'd love to hear your questions and talk about it and hopefully answer them. Uh, I think an, another thing about the Bible is, you know, we've talked a lot about um, you know, what's the most influential story and gotten mm. into some of the history and, you know, is the Bible verifiable and, you know, 
uh, that that's all great. And you know, yes, the Bible can be established as a very verifiable historical document. We believe that it contains truth about life and about um, eternity. But the thing is, the the Bible is something to be engaged with on a personal level. Mm. God is incredible because he uses these authors to write a book that is timeless and that contains incredible insights, not just around the big things that we were talking about, Mm. but also around ourselves. Yeah. And so definitely encourage you, like Ethan was saying, you know, if you haven't engaged much with the Bible, maybe you're on the fence going, you know, is it, is it not? Take the time and actually jump in, do the research, have a look at what the Bible says. Um, Because the Bible is an incredible proof of itself. Mm. And on that, don't think that you have to spend hours upon hours reading it. (laughs) Um, Even if it's like a, you know, a daily Bible verse, for example. Um, Have a quick read over that. Um, And then just take a moment, five minutes, five, ten minutes. Or come along to the Bible reading. (laughs) Jump on. You know what? It's a, it's a, it's a good introduction for sure. Definitely. And um, a good way of engaging in that's not, you know, sitting there reading and going, yeah. you know, try and make it uh, as uh, interesting to listen yeah. to as possible. In a healthy community too. So mm. yeah. that are willing to support each other. On having a daily Bible verse, on our on our Youth Australia Discord, we also do a daily Bible verse yes. every day. Yeah. Uh, it's actually been really good. Like Every day I look at it and I go, oh, you know what? That's actually a really good verse to live by. Mm-hmm. Like some you kind of go, I'll think about that one because... <laughs> You kind of look, read, and you go, whoa. But others, you, you take and you go, wow, that's actually something we really need to focus on mm-hmm. in life. And it's really good once you see those verses to explore and to read the context behind mm. the book and the chapter as well, mm. behind yeah. that verse. Yeah. And that's, that's really good as well, yeah. We, if people are interested, we, we might actually do a podcast at some point about Bible study. Uh, and about, you know. Because that can be really off-putting for some people. Oh, how do I study the Bible? You know. Let us know in the comments if you want that. <laughs> if you want it, we'd we'd love to um dive into that <laughs> stuff that we personally use. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. That'd be good. Yeah. On, that answers that question. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. On the Bible, here's another question. <laughs> what are the most common misconceptions about faith? Oh. <laughs> Good one. Misconceptions. Mm. So I think I'll first point out when we say faith, we mean Christianity. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- cool, I think. Cool. I think okay, we'll we'll it, go off that. Yeah. yeah. That makes it a bit easier to answer. I think. I think one of the most, like the biggest one, is people they go, well, I don't want to deal with this because that way I have to go to church and everything. Mm. Now, I know plenty of people who are Christian, they read the Bible, they just don't like going to church for whatever reason. It may not be a good reason. It may not be a bad reason. They just don't want to go there. Doesn't mean they're not Christian or any less faithful. Of course, I believe going to church is great. Like I learn heaps at church, meet great people at church who also share the same faith. That's amazing. But that's not for everyone. That's legit why we have Youth Australia because people don't like going to youth group, which is like, Kid church, yeah. yeah. 
we have that this so people can still enjoy their faith, discover their faith, but not have to leave to do so. Mm. Mm. I think that's a pretty big misconception. Mm. That's really good. Um, another big one as well is that a lot of people think that Christianity is a religion when it's in fact a relationship. Mm. Um, the world calls Facts. it... A... <laughs> Where's the microphone? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the world calls it a religion uh, and classes it by that, class- classifies it as that. But in fact, Christianity is really truly about a relationship with God, our creator. Um, and yeah, because God loves us so much and all he wants to do is be with us. Um, and sure, in the Bibles there are uh, rules here and there, like the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament, uh, like do not murder. Those well, probably a good one. Yeah, yeah. But I uh, think like we call them rules, but I think it's just common sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. you go to the Old Testament. There's some there's some rules that are a bit like <laughs> a little bit. But yeah. all, in all, all, all in all, they're there to protect us and help us, mm. and so that yeah, they're there to protect us and help us because. Mm. If we were all murdering each other, then... <laughs> we wouldn't be here. Yeah. And it'd be just yeah. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but point is... <laughs> I went way off track. <laughs> That's what we But, um, yeah, point is, a big misconception is that um, uh, Christianity is, is a religion and not a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that ties into what Levi was saying yeah. about you know people thinking they have to go to church. Because I think, you know, church as as an organization and institution has, over the years, gotten a bit of a bad rap uh, Mm -hmm. in certain ways. And and we fully acknowledge that. And um, I think part of the reason I was discussing someone uh, about, discussing this with someone today, actually, about whether regulating and, and adding rules to Christianity has actually significantly impacted the way that church is run and the way that uh, church happens and, and maybe we can dive into that at, at another point but um, you know definitely when people think of church I think they, they often think of they'll turn up to church they'll pray they'll listen to the guy speaking for an hour and a half Maybe there'll be some songs. They'll sing out of key. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Not wrong. That, that's, that's sort of the expectation. <laughs> accurate church representation. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's sort of the expectation that, that people have of church, which, you know, un- unfortunately is, is borne out in, in a lot of yeah. situations. But church is not Christianity. And I think that's a mm. important distinction to make. You know, and... It's interesting to sort of look at where church, the definition of church comes mm. from. You know, the church means a community of believers. Yeah. It doesn't mean the building, basically. Essentially. Yeah. So what, what we are doing now as a group, talking together, talking with you guys, is technically church. Yeah. You know, we're engaging with Jesus and what he says and the Bible and all of that as a group. And there's a fantastic verse in the Bible that says where two or three are gathered in one name. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, you know, their, their God is in, in the midst of us. 
So, you know. And there's four of us, not even. Whoa. And there's four of us, so. Let's go. Double the guy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for, for real, um, you know, this, this is church. And unfortunately, church has become to mean a set of rules, a set of expectations, a building, an organization. And there are many good things that the church does, don't get me wrong. In fact, um, you know, many areas of society would struggle without the involvement of mm. the church. I'm thinking specifically aged care yeah. and um, homelessness. Oh, and, yes. yeah. um, you know, there's many, many things that, that would struggle. So that side, that religion, if you would, is incredibly important. But the actual essence of Christianity is relationship. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was dope. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, these three have summed it up, I think. Um, like, I think one big thing is that even when we're in a relationship with Jesus, we don't got everything sorted. Mm. <laughs> um, Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. People often like go, oh, right. I got saved. Yep. Awesome. It's going to be easy. <laughs> Life sorted. No. <laughs> well, for some people, that, that is very much their experience, and we, we don't discount that. No. No. But I think just overall is that life is going to have curveballs. Mm. Things that we may plan don't go ahead. God has other plans. Um, and I think just one big misconception with Christianity and the community side of things is that we all have it together, mm. which we do not. <laughs> um, why? Because we're all in our different journeys. We're all in our different seasons. Um, God has in, in different places um, of our own life journey for a reason. And after all, the devil's still out there to get us. Mm. <laughs> so no matter what, <laughs> he's still out there to still steal, kill, and destroy um, and he'll do whatever he has to to get that. Mm. Um, so no matter what happens, it's still going to be rough roads. But I think that's just been one big thing in my personal life, especially just realizing that's a big misconception between everything. So, mm. yeah. But it's important to remember that with those curveballs that we feel in life and those rough roads, no matter what, whether we're a Christian or not, God is still going to be with us every step yeah. of the way. Mm -hmm. He's going to be right beside us, uh, with us. And yeah, like I said, it will be tough, but mm. God will be with us and will always use us. That's something I've heard before as well, along with this question. <laughs> Just because we're Christian doesn't mean God loves non-Christians any less. Mm. <laughs> I've, I've actually had a few people go, oh, you're Christian, therefore God likes you all. Well, that ain't it. Yep, keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> I'm a bit scared now. <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. Sure, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Yoink. No, keep like going. My answer now. <laughs> it was meant to be said, so keep going, bro. Yeah, so, as I said, people have come up to you and go, oh, yeah, you're Christian. God obviously loves you. I mean, yes, he does. He doesn't love you any less just because yeah. you're not Christian. And if, you, if you're out there right now, you're not Christian, you're kind of like, oh, not really vibing with this whole thing. Don't know why I'm watching this podcast in the first place. Friend showed it to me. I don't know. 
God still loves you. Yeah. You need to know that. Even if you don't feel that love, it's there. Yeah. And you may not open your heart to it straight away. Sometimes people don't at all. And even though they don't, doesn't mean it's still not there. Mm. The moment you're born to the moment you die, God loves you that whole time. That's something we need to remember. Mm. Yeah, to add in there, just as Riley mentioned, um, about when we're going through those seasons that God's there. Even if you have not personally made that decision to follow God, he's still there. Mm. His hand's just reaching out a little further. <laughs> That's it. Um, because you, you can get through it, but he's still there no matter what. Saying, hey, you know what? We got this. Because he doesn't leave our side, he doesn't. Uh, just love how you mentioned Yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting you say that because mm. he'll always have his hand ready there. Yeah. All we have to do is reach out. Yeah, mm. we have to be the one willing to say, okay, mm. let's do it. I heard a phrase once that one of the fundamental differences between Christianity and other religions mm. is that other religions involve a search for God. Or a, the way that the quote was phrased was, other religions are man reaching up to God. Christianity is God reaching down to man. That's so good. Nice. I like that. <laughs> mm. Which is interesting. And, and that's, you know, we talked about, talked about misconceptions, we talked about influential things. Mm. But... In the influential stories, we talk a lot about Jesus because yeah. we think that that's the most important thing. But that's why it's the most important thing. Mm. It's that idea of God sending his only son. You know, and, and actually within Christianity, there's, a, there's an idea of um, godliness incarnate, which means that... So there's a concept... In Christianity, which is very confusing, uh, I've heard many different ways of explaining it. It's probably too much to go into on this, but that is the idea of the Trinity, mm, yeah. and uh, that is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Another podcast, three in one. So I've heard it explained in many ways. Um, it's a little bit tough to wrap your head around. Um, I've got some great notes uh, on it, so we can talk about that another time, but. Uh-huh. for the context of what I'm about to say next it's we've got to think of the Trinity as as a single unit yeah. and um, though they are three separate they're one unit and so the idea of God coming down to man sending himself we understand Jesus is the son but with the context of the Trinity it's, it's one person Jesus is God and that idea of God, perfect, everlasting, eternal, beyond time, beyond space, beyond the death, the corruption, the entropy, the you know, second law of thermodynamics that exists <laughs> on this world and leads to, to death. God who lives beyond all of that, entering into it. It's pretty pretty impactful Mm. he took upon himself the bible says he bore our transgressions he carried our sorrow and our pain we often think about that very in an emotional context you know he 
experience everything we experience. But it wasn't just that. This is this is a God who's outside of creation experiencing what it's like to be in this unfortunately imperfect fallen world that we live in. Which is a pretty amazing concept. Yeah. And, you know, such a fills me with awe. It's you know, yeah. Come and think of that. It's like, wow. 